Welcome to Set the Arc. I'm your host, Jeremy Castro, with my co-host, Philip Nims. Philip, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Jeremy. Um, I, I just want to bring up something something hilarious yeah. and interesting <laughs> that uh, has has fell upon the laps of the host at Set the Arc. So, uh, you know, every single episode we talk about our email, right? Yes, of course. Um, we talk about people emailing. We haven't gotten any emails from anyone asking any questions, unfortunately. However... Um, oh, uh, please fix that because we, we want to answer your guys' questations. We, we just want to know what's up. We, yeah, we want to know what we could do better or just like answer any questions that y'all might have. Um, yeah, for sure. We'll for sure. Talk, talk, talk about it, but continue. Now, now when you send an email to <laughs> don't do what this guy did. So uh, apparently we, we got this guy and sh- should we name drop him? Uh, I say no, just in case. Okay, well, well this is individual who... Uh, who it, this email is wonderful, and I just want to read you this email because it, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's totally not a scam at all. <laughs> it's not a scam. I've never been scammed. There's no there's no scammers on planet Earth, Jeremy. Oh yeah, um, this guy isn't this guy honest. isn't trying to take advantage of of our of our platform. So I just want to read this email real quick because it's hilarious. Um, he starts, "Hello." I just came to be back in my place of work, and I passed inside of your Spotify prof. And then he, <laughs> and then he puts a link. I'm not clicking that because I'm not. Stupid. No, you know, I'm not gonna click. I'm that. not clicking that. And and then he says, uh, and I want to say I really relished the tunes you got there. Yeah, because uh, the point of our of our podcast is to play music. <laughs> Jesus. We're, uh, we we play lots of music on the show. I mean, we do at the beginning and the end. But yeah, really, but that's, that's really it. But that's, that's just really it. intro and outro. <laughs> but apparently, he relished in the tunes we got mm-hmm. there. He he continues. I hope I'm not bothering by texting you. <laughs> I just thought you deserve more attention, and you might need a hand with your profile. This guy has an excellent grasp of the English language, so you know it's legit. Mm-hmm. And then he continues, so I want to propose you this track site, and it's a, another link that I'm totally going to click and be a smart human being and click a random link on an email. Uh, for Spotify, that improved me with my lifestyle bring-up movement and engagement by increasing more followers, likes, and plies. I assume he meant plays by that one? Probably. <laughs> And then he continues, the final sentence, or two sentences, because grammar. And he says, so, that's all I hope I didn't bother, period, for your time and keep up the good work, period. So, we got our first fan mail. Jeremy, what do you think? I was the one who kind of brought up, like, oh, have you seen any of the um, any of the emails that we've gotten? And it was mainly like, oh, you know, you're... Your platform, you know, I'm sorry, your podcast is on this platform or whatever. But I noticed, like, you know, just that one guy, I'm like, okay, maybe this is, a, you know, someone that has a question or wants to give us some kind of uh, tips on how to make the podcast better or some whatever. But after reading this, because I was on the phone talking to Philip just about the podcast in general, and I'm just reading this email, I'm like, yeah, I'm not clicking anything. I'm not going to touch this. <laughs> I'm not even, like, really going to bother, <laughs> like... Uh, like whenever I saw it, it was just more of like confusion, and I'm n- I don't really trust this <laughs> email at all whatsoever. I wonder why, Jeremy. I wonder why. Yeah, 
But what did you think about it? I know that obviously you have a lot more. Oh, I thought opinions. it was hilarious. I thought it was the funniest thing I've, I've read in a while. Um, it, it's just a perfect email, really. Everything with the broken English. There's two links in there that I'm totally going to click. Um, he, he left a, he left a, a letter at the bottom. It says he's like a writer in Birmingham. Yeah. Which I, is, <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> I looked him up on Google, uh, and I found an obituary. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and the funniest part was, uh, he sent this email at, uh, three 30 in the morning. Yeah. So like, <laughs> totally. I think it was like April 2nd, I think. Yeah. Like, April still. 2nd, which is absolutely hilarious. But, <laughs> but anyways, so we email. just thought we just thought we'd share that with you guys because it's it's just one of those things where you know it, whenever you're a small I would say whenever you're whenever you're a small creator and you're trying to like get you know get um, kind of like find your footing on a platform, people are gonna try and take advantage of you and just try to get kind of get in cahoots with you as well. Yeah, for but sure, for sure. Obviously, don't let that happen to you. If you see stuff that's really shady, it's probably shady. Yeah, and don't click suspicious links on Please. emails that you get. That's stupid. Yeah. Don't be stupid. You're smart. Smarter than us. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But uh, um, other, other than that, um, <laughs> have you been just off, like... I've been, I've been good. Email. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been good. I, I really can't complain. Just doing a lot of working, a lot of practicing for drum corps and stuff you know how the grind is of course um how about you jeremy how have you been i've been kind of busy um i've been doing a lot of school school's been really i wouldn't say difficult but it's more more tedious lately i'm in the like the last month of uh my of this uh spring semester so it's more of just trying to get everything else out of the way you know the essays done get um the performances done and just try to get ready for a drum corps really that's all it is yeah for sure i'm so excited to be done i know I want to be out but i have one more class in the fall and that's it i'm only taking one class in the fall which kind of sucks but hey i mean on the bright side it's only one class yeah it's less a little bit less stress in your life oh definitely most definitely but that's pretty much it with me. Also, I do wanna I do wanna emphasize this to the audience. This is our second time. I'm sorry. This is our first time reshooting this episode. So this is our second time recording it, because during um, we, we were this was originally supposed to be recorded in February, um, like around that was it 14th through 17th we'll say. Yeah. But there, as most of y'all may know, there was a big um snowstorm here down in texas and around the country um but texas was hit pretty hard so we did have a lot of um connection issues and just (laughs) really bad um internet service yeah my my router turned into a potato and so we i couldn't hear anything jeremy was saying and i kept like interrupting him when he was talking because on my end i was hearing nothing but jeremy was still talking and so i was like uh, is he still talking? And then I he comes back on, and it's just like, oh, he was, and I just interrupted him. So that's fun. Love yeah, doing and, that. But obviously, it is what it is. You have to do what you can. We we didn't even want to look at the recorded episode. So yeah, I didn't even listen just, to it. Yeah, I just I just like no, this is terrible. I don't this blame was a you. Disaster. <laughs> yeah. So we just say, let's just redo it again. Let's just do it again. We have the same ideas, basically, but we could probably 
since we already talked about it, I think we could talk about it a little bit more or go into more detail about the Oh, well, it's a little bit better since we have experience with this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of this episode, Jeremy, what is this episode that we re-recorded? I know. Um, this episode is basically talking about our tour, basically how life is um, being, you know, not not on the bus. We're not we're going to establish that in a later episode, but pretty much how your life will be when you're off the bus, whenever you're rehearsing, whenever you're doing uh, performances, show days, um, rehearsal days, half days, um, and pretty much just describing the date, quote-unquote, day-to-day life of your life on the road after spring training. Yeah, Jeremy, I'm absolutely right. And um, this episode is basically going to be the sequel to our spring training slash all days slash move-ins episode um, because that's what happens after spring training is you get on a bus and you start touring the country and the real fun of drum corps begins because this, if you ask anyone, tour is the best part of drum corps. It's, it's a lot of fun. Well, I guess finals week is the best part of drum corps, but that's part of tour. So it's just tour is, is the best. It's, it's so just clumped fun. in there. It's just all clumped in together. Yeah, exactly, and it's it's the best. It's so much fun. The most fun you're ever going to have in music is probably going to be tour. Um, Honestly. <laughs> so, basically, tour begins with spring training ends, and spring training ends basically with you got your... You've already... You have the full show start to finish. It's not finished, but you at least have four or five movements on the field, and there's a beginning, middle, and end to your show. All of the... Yeah adding stuff comes during tour um but as of right now you have a full show and you're starting to travel to your first show site and basically your life from then on is going to be you're on the bus you're in a housing site you're at a show site which is near the housing site and then you get back on the bus and you go to a different state you're going to be in a different state pretty much every single day or every other day you're in a new state. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's basically, that's basically what, um, what tour is at, on a very surface level um, perspective. You're going to have full rehearsal days, of course. Um, and they're going to be just like spring training. Um, but really it's just, going from show site to show site, performing the show, getting feedback and fixing it during rehearsal and going to another show. Um, so Jeremy, uh, talk to us a little bit about what show days are like. Um, because I'm sure a lot of people who aren't, who haven't done drum corps or aren't, are not that familiar with the activity. They don't know what goes into preparation for these, these shows. So talk to us a little bit about what goes into waking up and going to the show and performing the show and all that stuff in between. Yeah, I could, t- I could definitely do that. So when it comes to the show days, really, <laughs> I, I think about it as just another day, but cut in half. So when it comes to rehearsal days, you're, Hours of actually rehearsing are cut down depending on what time you perform. So if you por- perform like around, like if you're one of the first cores, you're probably going to have a half day, like have um, straight music um, block or whatever, and then jump straight into ensemble and then get ready to prepare for the show and shower and EPL 
to the sh- to the show site. But with other cores, it's your your days mainly going to consist of um, what is it? Waking up um, early in the morning, going to um, breakfast or doing um, PT, and basically getting having a quote unquote regular day, a regular show. Um, I'm sorry, regular rehearsal day, and just going um, through the the essentials of preparing for your show. Like you're gonna go through visual, you can go through music, you will touch on ensemble, get your last run through before the show. You'll EPL, get ready for the show site, do the lot, and you know get ready to perform. But that's really just like a not a broad a broad um, piece of it. That's just more of what that's like the majority of what you're gonna like what the show day is depending on what core you're with and what time you perform yeah and and you're absolutely right um so how it works is you'll get placed for um different performances based off of um so before a regional so like so like say it's um say it's like at the beginning of the season um Time slots are done based off of your scores last year, the previous year. So let's say it's 2020 and Drum Corps happened in 2020 and it was a good year. Um, Oof. The, the schedule, the the time slots for each show is going to be based off of the 2019 scores, right? So Blue Devils won 2019, so Blue Devils is going to be performing last, okay? Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember who got last. It might have been – well, it doesn't even matter. Like, uh, like the Wayne? Academy – uh, well, I was thinking for, like, for world oh. for world class, I think it might have been Cascades. Probably maybe Cascades. So like, yeah, sc- scores way, don't matter, matter, but scores that's just that's matter. just life. Um, but like, if you're with the Seattle Cascades, then you're gonna be performing first because of scores from last year and everything in between. Where that changes is with a regional. So, um, I believe it's after every regional or. Only after the San Antonio Regional. I'm not quite sure how it works, but there's going to be... Um, after a regional, the time slots change based off of the scores on that regional. So if Blue Devils won the previous year, but then they go to uh, DCI San Antonio, and then they get fourth, then they're going to be performing earlier in the day um, based on that score and not the score from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and where your time slot is is going to depend on how long you rehearse that show day. So Jeremy mentioned um, rehearsal half days, and basically it's how that works. Um, He's exactly right. It's all depending on what time slot you get. So if you're performing later in the day, then you might have two full blocks of rehearsal, and then, or maybe two and a half or one and a half block blocks, and then you you do like a visual block or... um, or like a music block or something, and then you have a an ensemble, condensed ensemble block, which is just, okay, we're going to run through the chunks we worked on this morning, and then we're going to rep the show, and then we're going to EPL and go to the show. Um, sometimes it's going to be for that first block, it's going to be like, okay, two hours music, two hours visual, then we're going to go to lunch. And then we're going to do, then we're going to warm up, do a condensed full ensemble, do the run through, go to the show. Um, mm-hmm. if you're performing earlier in the day, you might only get one block. So that one block is going to be, okay, we're going to, we're going to warm up. We're going to do a, a visual warm up. We're going to do a music warm up. We're going to rep some chunks and full ensemble. We're going to do a run through because we got to go to the show. So obviously it's more advantageous 
Which honestly, I, I'm not the biggest fan of that system. Really? I because it it means if you ranked higher, if you're performing later in the day, that means you have more time to prepare your show mm-hmm. than people who scored lower who need that extra time to get better. So it, it sort of disadvantages cores who are already placed lower than cores who are already placed higher because the yeah. higher placed cores they get more time on show days to prepare for their shows. Yeah, I could definitely, I could totally agree with that. Like, cause obviously, whenever, whenever, I think it just comes down to the performance aspect and like how, or you know, basically later time slots get the bigger crowds, and um, so on and so forth. I think that's pretty much why they have it like that. Obviously, it's a big disadvantage towards the cores that need that extra time to um, add more detail or fix things in their show. But I think it's more for just for entertainment value. It, it's like that. But I, I do think um, you are right in the aspect that it is kind of iffy. You know, it's it's just not right. But yeah, no, no, I understand why they do it. It's because they want the more the higher ranking, more quote popular cores mm-hmm. to be performing at the end. Because if Blue Devils was the first group on and everyone's there just to see the Blue Devils, then the Blue Devils are going to be first on. And then everyone's like, okay, I saw the Blue Devils. I can go home and miss all these other great shows. So mm-hmm. on the one hand, That's I money, see why they... not well spent. Exactly. Uh, so on the one hand, I see exactly why they do it. But on the other hand, it, it does give a disadvantage to those lower ranking cores. But, and, yeah, certainly. And the solution to that is, well, you can't control it. So just make your rehearsals the best they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, after rehearsal, Jeremy, you mentioned this, this term, and I mentioned it, uh, EPL and... Our listeners don't exactly, or they probably don't know what EPL means. So, uh, can you can you explain uh, kind of what EPL is? EPL equals eat, pack, load. As soon as you hear those words, that means you better eat your food as fast as possible. And and I think just depending on the core you're you're with, um, or I think all cores do this. Go shower. Make sure you shower. Clean your horn. Clean um, your instrument. Make sure it's shiny. Um, load everything on the trailer on the on your buses and you know, just get ready for a good show yeah absolutely and all that depends on what your job is so if it's a job that takes a lot of time like if you're in prop crew or maybe scaffolding um field lining really doesn't have to do anything for epl um food crew takes a little bit then your job is to eat as fast as possible shower clean your horn as fast as possible do all of the the stuff that everyone does as fast as possible and then go do your job. Um, but if you got a job that doesn't require much during EPL, like say your job is just take out the trash or your field lining and you don't have a job during EPL, um, no, you, you suffer enough so you can have a relaxed EPL. Then, then you can have a more like relaxed, um, EPL, you don't have to eat as fast, you don't have to shower as fast, but it's still it's still got to get done like pretty quickly. Um, and that's not just for show sites. Again, this this whole EPL process is gonna be for just leaving a housing site in general, um, because the point of eat pack load is load up everything and clean the housing site. Cleaning the housing site is part of like pretty much everyone's job, right? Yeah. Because that and you got you have to do all of this as quickly as possible because you might only get like okay we got two hours hurry up so <laughs> this is this is where time management becomes huge because it's like okay um how fast can you eat a peanut butter sandwich how fast can i shower how fast 
how fa- well i should rephrase how fast can i shower while getting actually clean and mm, not oh, i'm just gonna ri- yeah and uh, not just oh i'm gonna rinse through the water and not use soap because that's gross don't be disgusting yeah um but that yeah that's basically epl um you'll get really good and you'll get really fast and you'll start developing systems that make it to where your epls are faster and faster every single day definitely and i also kind of want to like mention that if you if you don't have anything during that epl time like say like you know your field lining or um like loading crew like for um like for travel like if you're traveling and you load up um with the, the suitcases and you're not leaving try to help out with um epl like everyone's trying to get there as soon as possible everyone's trying to be effective i understand you know it's tempting to kind of sit back and wait for everyone else to do it when oh it's not my job you know i don't have to do that but at the end of the day you're a part of this organization as well um you're you're yeah for you to be effective is for everyone else to be effective so it's really i want to say an obligation but you should kind of put yourself forward and try to take up another responsibility it might not have to be anything that you particularly have to do but just something to help out the overall core yeah, that's a very good point, and I think if you're not doing anything, and you're just kind of waiting for everyone, and then you see your brothers and sisters struggle with something, and they're they're kind of slow, they don't have enough people, go, go help. I mean, the, drum corps is a team activity, and if you're letting your team down um, by, by not stepping in and helping if you see people need help, and that doesn't just apply to EPL, that applies for the entire drum corps season and life in general. Yeah. You know? always be always be the person who is willing to help other people definitely because um, i think that if you like for the like no matter what you're still going to relax on the bus on the way there depending on how far the travel is but you're still going to get that time back don't worry you're going to get the time back just try and help everyone else out then you can relax when you're on the bus yeah if anything you'd get more time to relax because you pack up faster yeah of course and you can get on the bus faster and then take a nap faster so um, but speaking of the bus, um, that's the next thing that happens after EPL. So you get all your stuff, all your uniforms, all that stuff. And then you get on the bus and the ride to the show site. Um, this de- really depends on what your drum corps rules are or what your drum corps culture is. Some drum corps, their rules are, okay, on the bus right here, we need to be quiet and thinking about our show. Some drum corps rules are, all right. Uh, we're going to a show site. Let's uh, put the speaker on as loud as possible and sing songs the entire bus ride. <laughs> or some drum corps cultures are, you know, everyone's tired, so we're just going to take a nap <laughs> <laughs> until we get there. That was the academy. At the academy during bus rides, we would basically just... Some people would talk and socialize, but mostly yeah, it's just... For me, anyway, I would take a nap on that bus ride there. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when we're about five minutes away from the show site, they the speaker would come on. And then they would sing the most annoying song on the planet, and it was so much fun. I believe it. <laughs> it's drum corps. Everyone's a nerd. Yeah. What's your experience with that? What was your bus rides like for sure? Um, with my bus rides, um, I want to say major- um, for at least like most of my season, it's been a lot of like watching, you know, whatever, like Avatar, for example. I've I've watched all of my years of you know marching. I've I've watched Avatar every single year. So it would either be watching some kind of movie, Avatar, or whatever else. We would be watching that. But t- like as soon as we get on the bus and we're all you know set and ready to go, 
they want they have us do a mental run through of the show. So they'll have like the Met going, and they'll have like a drum major or someone that has experience conducting um, count us off, and like well like we'll sing our parts, we'll pretty much just play and like do the fingerings and everything. Um, so I think that's for I think just the culture that I was just a part of. It was just so fun, just like looking at everyone else's facial expressions when they were doing. Obviously, we're gonna be more expressive with it, like duh, 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 like just be more stupid uh, i would say not as proper but we're still going through a mental run through of the show and just where um we could fix things and just like oh it, just before uh any of us go to bed any of us just be social everyone goes through that mental run through and we all have a chance to think about the show and really conceptualize it i really like that was that with uh, guardians or compass that was with the guardians Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. That's I think that's that's a good approach. Um Yeah. I usually do my mental run through during a uh, lot or during uh the the walk there. Mm-hmm. Um because the, for me the bus ride is a chance to sort of decompress and like take a nap and like not think about the show until it's yeah, game time. Um but each core is different, each person's different. Um you can do um just just follow whatever whatever your core is doing. If your core is goofing around, then feel free to goof around. If your core is being super serious and like doing mental run throughs on the bus mm-hmm. way there, then mm-hmm. then do that. Um, don't don't stick out. Don't be different. Drum core and drum core being different is wrong. So definitely yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good that that is actually a really good way to put it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but speaking of actually arriving at the the show site, what is a this is one of the most famous parts. Of drum corps um the it's it's on it's on youtube there's millions of views mm-hmm. of this particular thing on youtube everyone obsesses so much over this one part of drum corps and i have yeah. no idea why you um, don't dude i love it i i know i understand why but at the end of the day as someone who's marched and gone through this with groups um mm-hmm. this part is not that interesting um and of course we're talking about the lot a lot yeah. warm-ups um so jeremy uh wh- what do you have to say about up the lot what's your experience what is the lot anyway what is the lot the lot is basically where you warm up you do your visual warm-up you do your stretches you get ready for an amazing show you have to mentally prepare yourself go go through everything in your head play your parts uh do the warm-ups and get ready to be badass um, but with the lot, what comes with it is you have, what well, I like to think of it as if someone like at rehearsal, just like a normal average rehearsal or whatever, they put a for- phone up to- towards you like, Hey, you better do good because this is going to end up on social media. So this, this is going to be on the internet for the rest of the rest of our lives. So you better make this run good. That's basically the lot. You, like everyone is looking at you there are people that you've never met that you will never see again that will just wa- walk up and just watch you warm up they'll take pictures they'll record and they will just be like nope i won't say they're, they're gonna nitpick but some there are some people that just go the lots just to nitpick um but it is an overall experience just to be able to kind of kind of see and uh like an effect on like people's faces just like up close really and personal because you're obviously you're doing what your day-to-day rehearsal is but this is their like probably i won't say their first time seeing this but it's like oh wow you know these kids are 
doing this. You know, they're they're really um, playing as a unit. They're they're playing and they're marching as a unit. So it's just so cool for people to see and kind of react to. So I kind of have like I wouldn't say I have a high from it, but I really find some enjoyment in like seeing people come to the lots and enjoy just people just warming up and it's just so <laughs> i just find it really cool yeah right. and and i don't and i don't disagree with that i i love the lot i don't want anyone to take what i'm what i'm saying is that oh he just hates a lot yeah know, he's he's lame because i i i really do love the lot and i do get hype when when a bunch of kids or, or drum corps fans show up and then we're just playing loud and they cheer for you and it's just awesome that mm-hmm. that's what i love um and what I what I my sort of problem it's not really a problem it's more of just a uh, okay I guess mm-hmm. is um when when the, the lot warm-ups get more attention and more views than the actual show than the actual product that that these people spend an entire summer an entire off season preparing for yeah when the lot when the warm-up for the thing they work super hard for gets more attention than the thing they work super hard for, that's where it's kind of like, uh, it, it's just, I don't know. That's just kind of how I feel about it. That's definitely something to think about. Like, I, I haven't really thought of it like that. Because I, obviously I know that um, when it comes to the lot, there's a lot more videos about it. There's a lot more information on that than like the actual show itself. Because, you know, Flow Marching and DCI doesn't want any of that stuff up because, you know, it's a property. But I think if we obviously it's just just me um, kind of mouthing off, but it's this is kind of just like we need to make some shows available for the, you know for the non um, drum corps fan to just watch like oh you know that's pretty cool or it's just some band kid watching you um, YouTube videos and seeing like oh here's uh, Blue Coast twenty nineteen. Like that's you know I want to see that cool like I didn't know he was even on YouTube but we're I think it's kind of I think we're kind of in the 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 age of making really putting labels on things and making things licensed so other, like you have to be there like day one to to the last day to see it yeah and I can definitely understand that and you have and to I guess buy it. yeah for sure and and I guess from from if you look at it from that perspective lot warmups are are a form of advertising, I mm-hmm. guess you could say, because it's like, wow, they sound really good in the lot. Imagine what they're going to do on the field. And so I guess from that perspective, it's it's good marketing, but it, when lot warm-ups become the focus and not the super hard show that they're performing, it's just, it kind of, because drum corps isn't lot warm-ups. Drum corps is production, marching, playing, color guard, all that stuff on the field. That's drum corps. Drum corps is not lot warmups. Drum corps is so much more than lot warmups. Yes, agreed. But that's that's kind of how we feel about it. Um, let us know what you feel about lot warmups. That's at yeah. The <laughs> 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 nice plug. That, that was that was genius. Because like plug. obviously I love it, but I think it's just obviously you had to accept for like what take it for what it actually is. Like obviously I see it as like something that is just everyone watches on YouTube. It's the cool thing. Everyone loves it. But I, I do like that you brought up that the show is not as not seen as much the overall production as much as the lots. I do like that you brought that up. That is a really good point. Yeah, like how many people like that that video that Carolina Crown warm up the drop the hammer that everyone's seen. Oh yeah, has like over two million views. 
right? Mm-hmm. Do you think Crown's 2017 show, which is a, a pretty dang good show? Yes, actually, one of my it's actually it's actually in my top ten. No, actually, oh, no, really? it's not. It's outside of my top ten. Well, regardless, it's a really yeah. good show. Yeah. Do you I think the actual show has been seen over two million times? Probably not. Probably not. No. But Carolina <laughs> Crown playing their hits plus chord progressions gets two million views. I mean, it's an awesome video. I love that yeah. video. Everyone loves that video. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of unfortunate that these kids, well, young adults, people. I say kids. I don't know why. It's just common. It's a habit. We. we um, it's more towards the young adult. You know, yeah, these kind of... these these members they work so hard, blood, sweat, and tears that entire season to put on that show, and the only thing they're remembered for, by the vast majority of drum corps fans, is a six minute video of them warming up. Yeah. So that's I so, mean that's so crazy to think about when you. you know, I know, you right? You don't we don't think about this stuff, but when you think about it, it's like, why is warm ups the most popular thing about drum corps? I'll never understand it. I mean, I, I get why, because it's just super loud and in your face, and you can walk, like, and when you're at the show site, like, I'm I'm more talking about YouTube, but when you're, like, at the show site, and you're watching lot warm-ups, it is freaking awesome, because, yeah. like, you're walking around, and the Blue Devils are literally right there, mm-hmm. and they're playing, like, full volume, and then you walk, like, like, I don't know, a tenth of a mile, and then Carolina Crown is right there. Mm-hmm. And then they're warming up right next to Phantom Regiment, and it's just like, it's like a band kids like heaven, basically. Exactly. It's like, oh my god, I'm surrounded by literally all of my favorite drum corps, and I'm listening to them warm up. That's yeah. cool. I-, I totally agree with that because I- I- that's how I felt um, during our like, after our first show in Belton. Because like you know that oh, was yes. like my first experience like seeing DCI outside of a screen, like, you know, not looking at it through a screen. So it was definitely like I was in awe. I was in awe, like just throughout the whole day. But yeah, it's it's definitely exciting. But now that we're we're still talking about the lot, um, what are some, I guess, things you need to know about lot warm ups? Like before you go to one, what is sort of like the mentality going into lot warm ups? Um, like like can can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the, mainly the, what personally, whenever it comes to the mentality. I think it's, I wouldn't say it's so serious to have a straight face, but be engaged and be focused in. It's really a time to really hone in on your craft and what you've done throughout the last, you know, week or so of rehearsing whatever part or whatever section of a show and really honing in on that and being able to take the opportunity to really just focus in on what the... Um, brass caption saying what the percussion caption saying whoever else and being kind of being a real true unit with the rest of your core obviously you should do that every day but in the lot it's you should be locked in like yeah time on the bus to relax now it's time to get focused in and really see what needs to be done so that's the mentality i have that's the mentality that i bring yeah for sure i I 100 agree with that um for me, I'm a little bit more intense in the lot than than probably most people are, mm-hmm. just because I and 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 whatever you have to do mentally in the lot, I mean you're gonna get your job done like everyone else physically, but like whatever you have to do mentally to get your job done, do it. This is just Jeremy's opinion. This is just my opinion. Yeah. But when I'm in the lot, I am 
I'm stone cold. I'm a stone cold killer in the lot. Like, I don't know if anyone anyone realizes because I mean you're not paying attention to each other in the lot. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of like, oh, I wonder what uh, my section leader's doing. Oh, I wonder what my uh, my seat partner's doing. It's more yeah. of just like, okay, we're a unit, we're playing. But when I'm in the lot, I'm just like, boom, boom, full on performance mode because I'm practicing for. I mean, it's a warm up. It's it's not just a physical warm up for me. It's also a mental warm up. It's like, okay, boom. What is the okay? We're playing this chunk. What am I doing in the drill? Okay, step outs. Boom. What choreo am I doing? Okay, let's nail this choreo in the lot. Boom. So I'm just like I'm just like super super engaged in the lot. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like time to take a quick sip, I like decompress for a little bit. It's like okay, water. Boom. And then go to standby. Boom. Ready. Let's go. That's how yeah. I am in the lot. I'm like I am in it in the lot. Um, but some people are more just like okay, I'm warming up. I'm just relaxed. It's okay this is this is good and then they get stone cold at the end zone ready to perform yeah I, I try to get that that intensity like in the lot because then when i get onto the field and i have to bring the intensity and in an actual show then it's just like okay i've done this before let's go yeah easy definitely I, I could totally see i could totally see that and that you know obviously we have we had different um points of view on this like i'm a little bit i want to say I'm more relaxed I, well, I would say i'm more relaxed but i'm not pretty much just mosering on down getting ready for a show but for those that kind of have a mentality of not taking the lot seriously because after on after the whole bus situation being relaxed and getting ready for your true performance it's kind of like you have to take that seriously in a way at least you don't have to look you know stone cold you don't have to um be completely um relaxed and free but you have to take a lot seriously in some form or fashion yeah absolutely and i'd say um you don't have to be super duper pooper intense like i am um just don't be relaxed just do your job and whatever mentally you got to do to be successful during warm-ups then that's what you should definitely do definitely i agree you know you know yourself better than staff does well so well mentally anyways (laughs) yeah mentally you know yourself more than staff does so just do what you need to do to be successful in this activity yeah definitely but kind of, kind of um branching off with a lot whenever you're um trooping to get ready to be on on the field what's kind of your thought process my thought process is very similar to the lot which is um it's game time but i'm not super intense during troop i'm it's more of like a a quiet sort of intensity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because because trooping, I, I'm i intense. I'm thinking about my show, but I'm also thinking about, like, like okay, I, I really, you know, I, I kind of think to myself, wow, I'm really lucky to be able to do this activity. And then I kind of dart my eyes and sort of see where I'm at. I don't really look at other drum corps um, because you're really, you really shouldn't because mm-hmm. you should be focusing on yourself. But I'm more like, wow, this is a historic stadium. I'm in Allentown, or oh wow, I'm in Akron, Ohio, or oh Dothan, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can understand that. Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of like, I'm I'm intense, but I'm also like, man, this is awesome. I'm part of the freaking academy. I'm part yeah. of the freaking Blue Stars. Um, mm-hmm. but then when I get to the gate, it's like, okay, it's time to dial it in. 
I, yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Because the way that I look at it, at least whenever um, in troop getting ready to go and have a good show, is pretty much just like kind of like it's really about the same as you. Just really soaking it in and seeing that all the hard work I've done up to this moment is leading up to this, and seeing all the the uh, the progress that we've made as a unit, as a core, as a family is going to be left out on that field and no one's going to take that away from us at the end of the day, you know? So that's kind of like the thought process I have. Like I'm more of like, I think, I think uh, guardians was a little bit more relaxed when it came to a uh, troop because we were able to like, kind of like talk a little bit, not much, you know, kind of like have a serious game face, but still like kind of shove each other like, huh, you know, just a little chit chat here and there. But um, I will, you know, it's just more about taking it all in and being able to really and just enjoy yourself on on the way to <laughs> perform. Yeah, for sure. Um, but now once you arrive at the stadium, there's not a whole lot to talk about because, I mean, really, you just wait for the other drum corps to finish rehearsing or wait for intermission to end or whatever. And then someone is going to... Um, usher you onto the field it's like okay you're ready to go um actually a uh, funny story uh, when i was with genesis one time uh the voice of dci himself brant crocker Ooh, actually man. led us onto the field for a show Ooh, it was freaking that's legendary freaking legendary um but anyways man. yeah so um yeah you'll get you'll get some like a judge or a dci representative is gonna say okay just wait here and then the drum corps leaves the field and then they're gonna say okay let's go and then you get on the field and it's exactly like rehearsal you perform the show the crowd goes wild because you're awesome and then you pack it up and you leave um is there i mean that's really what showtime is yeah that's you you you, you hit it on the head i have i can't really say it because I, i i think when it comes to getting ready for the show like when you're already at the field it's really just going through what you need to do and just doing it. You just need to do it. There's no other yeah. way of really saying it. Just do it. Yeah, you've pretty pretty much exactly. Now, don't let your brain become so invested in your show that you forget to empty your spit valves. Oh boy! Before before you step onto the field, <laughs> um, please don't be that person who yeah. gets water in their horn before a show because. <laughs> Let me tell you what, when, if, whenever that happens with me, because it's happened, it's happened to everyone. Everyone yeah. goes through it at least once. Whenever that happens to me, I just don't play. I just don't play for the whole show. Wow. I know that's bad. I know, like, like you shouldn't, like, you should play if you can the mm-hmm. whole show. But my thought process is, well, I'm not going to make the entire drum corps sound like crap because I messed up mm-hmm. and yeah. left water in my horn. So I just don't play. That's fair. So I get a free visual run <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever I'm stupid and I leave water in my horn. But, um, but yeah, sh- showtime is really easy. It's just um, the, you, the fields are usually better than rehearsal. So oh, yeah. the show should feel a lot easier. Um, and you get energy from the crowd. Yeah, quote unquote. Well, unless you were <laughs> rehearsing a technique grass that day, then the show is yeah. going to be easier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you, get, you feed off the energy of the crowd. You feed off the energy that oh my god it's performance I'm in uniform let's go um, mm-hmm. all that all that stuff and then you're just gonna kick butt um, 
really, I don't even, like, pay it. I mean, I feed off the energy of the crowd, obviously, but I, they're not the focus. The focus is, where's the major? Am I in the form? Am I playing this right? Am I in the form? I need to grab this prop. Oh, I need to get my trombone. Ah, oh, run off the bridge. You know, that's sort of what I'm focusing on in the show. Yeah. Just like just like in rehearsal. So um, you're going to get crowds. You're going to get crazy crowds that are going to go nuts for you. Um, but just don't make it, like, don't make paying attention to the crowd a priority. Because they're just going to get distracted and then you're going to tick. And then that's going to be on YouTube forever. So, Yeah, you, you really hate to see Because I've seen some comp- compilation videos about people... You know, falling, um, taking here and there, and it's just like yeah. dang. Like, I, well, if you fall, also, well, if you but... fall during a show, that's not really your fault unless you're not where you're supposed to be or yeah, bad technique. But like, if someone like if like a guard piece of guard equipment is in the way, like that's not your fault. But mm. like missing choreo, mm. yeah, <laughs> like uh, I don't know, playing the wrong note during a show, and that's yeah. on YouTube forever, and you you're cut- a lead. You and cut a part player. right before the performance, and you 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 just say, "Oh yeah, this is the part we should be doing." And whenever they cut it, and you're the one that looks off, yeah, uh, it's just a bad. It looks bad. Yeah, just just take take the performance seriously. Have fun, obviously, but take it seriously. Yeah, of course. And turn your brain on one hundred percent. Don't overthink because if you overthink, then you're gonna mess up one hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But just like. If you added a piece of choreo in yesterday, remember what that was, and then when you get to that point, maybe uh, maybe say out loud to yourself quietly, so it doesn't get picked up on the mic, but say quietly to yourself, choreo, 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 boom. Nail it. Mm-hmm. Um, those I'm are also, some of the I'm things also I sure do. That the, your, um, your sections are also going to have like verbal cues on, on what to do. It may not yes, be like exactly, yes. oh yeah, you ready for the twist or whatever. They're going to say something kind of stupid, and you'll be like, oh, that, that means do this, you know. <laughs> oh, like Let's, vocals? <laughs> yeah, vocal. Yeah, vocals are awesome. We'll talk about that later on. <laughs> it's just funny. It's definitely funny. But um, after after the show, you know, you're, you're sweating. You're drenched. You feel good about yourself. You see the crowd reaction. You get out of the stadium. You get ready for the po- um, post-show, which is basically loading the trailer Get every, getting everything out of the way, having some food, enjoying yourselves and your friends, and you also get your score at the end of the night. Yeah, so let's talk about this. So before all before all that stuff happens, you walk off the field, and then there's a whole core meeting, and basically that's going to be like the core director and like the staff, and they're going to talk to the entire drum corps and mm-hmm. drum corps staff. They are honest. Okay, they're not like high school staff. Okay, if this is high school band, after the performance, unless it's like a complete train wreck and you're better than that, yeah. high school bands, nine times out of ten, going to say, yeah, you guys did great. That was awesome. Drunk Corps staff, no. <laughs> we, we don't right. get pay- they don't get paid to be nice. <laughs> exactly. 100% right. They will, after a show, if it was bad, they will let you know. Mm-hmm. And if it's And on the flip side of that, if it was great, they will let you know, know. And they will sing your praises. But if it was bad, you will hear it. And, they, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things I appreciate, especially about staffs I've had. Mm-hmm. They are honest with you. The Academy staff was honest with us. If we killed it, they told us you killed it. Mm-hmm. If we blew up and it was terrible, they let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we felt it that next day. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, so you're going to get a talk. And then it's usually going to start off first as a whole core discussion. How did the entire court do? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and then it's going to break off. Like the color guard's going to go talk to the caption head, uh, percussion, battery, and horn line's going to go talk to the brass caption head, and they're all going to say, okay, um, the horn line sucked tonight. They were bad, but color guard, you guys did awesome. You guys did great. That was everything that it needed to be. Or the color guard sucked, but battery, you guys killed it. Good job. That mm-hmm. was horn line's fault. Or horn line, you guys did phenomenal. You guys sounded phenomenal, but your visuals were bad. Or you guys looked great, but your music sucked. Or you guys had a great performance, and it was don't let the battery and the color guard take away from your performance. Exactly. And then you're going to split off into subsectional. So the <laughs> snares might go talk to the snare tech. Um, low brass talks to low brass techs and all that stuff. And then you're going to be like, okay, even though the horn line sucked, euphoniums, you sounded great. Um, or even though the 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 trumpets didn't sound good, mellophones, you sounded awesome. Um, or it's it's just really specific, in depth feedback from the show that you just did. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really it's really awesome to be able to get instant feedback from your staff. Exactly, and I, and I do want to clarify that whenever it comes to the staff, whenever you whenever you join, you should already know that no matter what, your staff member or you know your a section tech or whoever. They are there to judge you. Like no matter what you do, they're gonna judge you. They're paid to judge you. They're paid to help you and improve every, in every little way you can. Even if, even if you felt like you had a great show, that oh there is no mistakes. There's you know it was a, psh, perfect. Your caption head or your section tech will just straight up tell you like everything that went wrong, and everything that pro- I wouldn't say an individual could have done better, but the overall section could have done better and that also implies you so don't ever think that this sh- like oh this one show was just amazing it was fantastic i did perfect there's everyone makes at least one mistake like no matter who you are i don't care you know obviously the blue devils they're seen as perfect they make mistakes we, like, they're not they blue devils not have never ever in the history of their existence had a perfect 100 overall show no drum corps has ever had a perfect overall show because the highest score you can get in DCI is a 100. Blue Devils came close in 2014, but they've never had a perfect show. Nobody's ever had a perfect show. But um, kind of picking back off of what Jeremy said, um, it's kind of it's one of those things where the staff member is going to be honest with you, um, and they're and they they're not paying attention to each individual member. They're paying attention to the entire horn line or the entire section like oh, how do the baritone section so like the brass caption head for example they're paying attention to the entire horn line and really nothing else color guard caption head they're paying attention to the entire color guard and really nothing else and that's the same with each caption section techs are paying attention to each individual section right there's not a section techs more than caption heads but they're not really focused on individuals they're focused on individual sections if that makes sense so you could have a phenomenal show as an individual. You could hit all your dots. All your choreo could have been perfect. You've played it better than you've ever played it before. And then at the end of the show, get told, that was the worst show you have performed live in front of people. And then it's like, what are you talking about? That was my personal best show. And it might as well, it, it might have well been your personal best show. But on the flip side of that, you could have ticked like a freaking clock. And you could have messed up everything. There's not a dot you hit in that show. You missed a horn move. You cracked notes left and right. There was water in your horn. And then step off the field, and the caption head says, 
that was amazing you guys need to do that every week and you're thinking not me i screwed yeah. that whole thing up <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where no matter how you as an individual feel about your performance it's less that's less important than how the entire group performed exactly and i think even if even if they say something that's not directly towards you i think you should also take it um within yourself to kind of like like make it make that something into effect in your personal um like you know body movement or you know in your tone or and you're just in your section because no matter what they say it's going to imply to someone else it's going to help someone else out just because it's not being directly to you you should probably take that information you know and analyze it and see what you could do better with that information yeah and who knows maybe you might use that piece of information that wasn't directly applied to you you might become a teacher and find yourself saying or remembering that piece of information you heard someone else receive and think, oh, I now know that information and I can use it in this new teaching environment that I'm in. So just take take drum corps as a learning, learning experience um, in all aspects, really. Yes, most certainly. Um, but then after, the, um, after you get talked to by staff, they go to what's called critique. Now, critique is when they talk to the judges, the judges give them their scores or give us the drum corps the score to, they give that to the staff and then they kind of explain why they gave that score. And then they kind of talk about, um, you know, what can we do better? What can we do to get an extra point here? What can we do? And this is where drum corps politicking comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a touchy subject. A lot of people, don't really like to talk about the politics of drum and I'm not talking about politics like Washington DC Democrats yeah. Republicans. I'm talking about like the internal um relationships and different like people know each other different and this isn't a conspiracy. This is just they're all music educators, they're all friends with each other and they all know yeah. each other. Um so that's what I mean when I'm talking about the politics of drum corps. I'm not I'm not talking about like Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um but this is where drum corps gets like the politics really sort of get involved because there are some there are some caption heads i'm not going to name names um there's some caption heads who get really like furious when they get a low score and it's like i've known you for 30 years you know how i teach and you're going to give my my horn line this score um or why did you give that drum corps that score when we played better than them you need to give that point that you gave to that drum corps and you need to give that to us it's just a lot of kind of negotiating and a lot of arguing but Mm -hmm. or at least that's how i think that's how it is i don't know i've never been in one of these meetings i don't know (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm just assuming from based on you know what i've heard i've heard a lot of yelling (laughs) from specific specific caption heads that i'm not going to name um a lot of yelling a lot of why did you give this drum corps this score are you out of your mind this is ridiculous so Mm -hmm. and you know obviously it's it's also in the other direction like hey you owe me a favor give me an extra quarter of a point here I don't know. I, I, I don't know how how deep this rabbit hole goes, but I do know there is some influence, some politicking and relationships that are that are gone on in critique and it affects drum corps scores. I do know that. That's, I'm pr- sure that's pretty happen. much unrefutable. There's no doubt that probably happens. Like it's just the relations and who you know and who you talk to. But, you know, that that's just the inner workings of it. And I think we probably could tackle that topic one day. On, a, yeah. on an episode, but that's just... This is why scores don't matter. This is why you shouldn't pay attention to scores. Yes, they do not matter. Because <laughs> it's... At the end of the day, it's just someone's opinion. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, hmm, I think your horn line is a 12-4. By what standard? <laughs> okay. You know, yesterday, I, a judge gave us a freaking 15-8. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what... It's just... It's just one of those things where it's just someone's opinion, and it's a number, and so many people chase that number, and I don't care about the number. I, the number's yeah. a number. Because the way that... The, <laughs> a way to look at it is two judges could see one core like oh i see this guy as second place i see this guy as third maybe but the third judge he's like no like that was a 12th place core that was like you know not good at all i think this like he'll have a completely different list overall everything is just um what is it what was i gonna say everything it's completely subjective yes everything is subjective everything is just on how everyone feels on that day and not everything is what is on that field unfortunately but that's just the way of life it's just the way of the of how the scores work that's why scores do not matter do not pay attention to those don't be competitive (laughs) i mean be competitive but don't be like overly score driven yeah don't be like oh i'm so mad that so and so core placed ahead of us and now we're behind them and all that other stuff don't do that I'm so like, mad obviously. that Phantom Regiment scored two points higher than us. Like, why do you care what Phantom Regiment is doing? Don't. Mm. Phantom Regiment doesn't care. They're doing what they do. Exactly. Okay, you do what you do. Like, I'm so mad the Mandarins got this score. Like, why do you care what the Mandarins are doing? You're not You're not with the Mandarins. You're not marching <laughs> with the Mandarins. No, Don't care about what they're doing. Just, just don't. Care about what you're doing. Exactly. Worry about yourself and your drum corps. Don't worry this about numbers. Dangerous. Don't worry about numbers on a website that has no bearing on your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Your job is to go out there, hit your dots, and play your instrument. Scores are the staff's responsibility. You are absolutely right. I fully agree. <laughs> just just um, don't take scores that seriously. Be competitive, yeah. but don't make that the center of your drum corps career. Because yeah. it, it, it results in a toxic environment when everyone's just like, Oh, I can't believe we got an 11-4 in brass. Why do you care? It's not your job to care. It's the staff's job to care. You're not on staff last time I checked. You're second baritone, so please. Oof. I'm not calling anyone out. <laughs> I promise you I'm not. I'm just spitballing here. It's just an but... example. I'm sure that, that happens. Now you not. Oh, it does. Absolutely. I've seen it happen. I believe but, it. But um, anyways, so after all the scores talk, you uh, basically get a little bit of free time, but um, it really depends on what your schedule is. So sometimes you might have a full like hour, couple hours after your show. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to go to McDonald's and eat. And I'm going to go make a quick stop at a gas station and buy some chips or whatever. Um, but other days it's going to be like, okay, we need to pack up and leave now. <laughs> Our housing site is eight hours away and we have a show at seven o'clock. We need to go. So that, that all really depends on what your schedule is. Um, Jeremy, do you have any funny stories about after after show shenanigans? After show shenanigans, I will say, probably one shenanigan I've had was, it. This is mainly like like I'm not sure if I want to say, like oh after we like after um the Guardians did their last show at uh, Indy, like you know had like a whole other adventure on that front, but. Before I want to say maybe prior to that, and like a show like after show shenanigan would be being able to really (laughs) going in other lots and just you know not focusing on myself but just enjoying the experience of like watching other cores 
um, in their lot and like how they perform and the information that their staff is giving them. And also like, you know, being around my friends that I march with and just like, Oh, you know, that core is like, they're, they're doing well looking at the scores and like, wow, I think they're really good at percussion because I, I will, I will say I spent a lot of time with um, the drum line when it comes to the lot. Like, obviously I go see the, see the horn line here and there, but when it comes to like after my performances, I love to go see the percussion. I love percussion lots. They're, they're pretty hype. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, that's that's what you can do. You can go watch other drum corps. You can go eat McDonald's. I remember we were in this one place, and the McDonald's was just getting sick of all the drum corps kids, so they tried to close up. <gasps> Yo, okay, I do have an experience. Oh God, McD- no, they tried to close the McDonald's, and kids just kept like sneaking in there, and they kept getting really mad at drum corps kids. It was really funny. I believe it. Hold on, I'm looking to see if I, cause wow, I'm trying to see if we, if I wrote this, if I wrote this down somewhere, cause I want to say this. Um, this experience, but I'm not sure if I already have it. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna say it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Okay. I'm gonna say it anyways. So an after performance, cause it was this was this experience was after Compass's home show, and everyone was just left to go with their families and do whatever before you know they, we all go to bed, right? Yeah. So we all decide, hey, let's all go to McDonald's. Because McDonald's is the place to be on a Saturday night. And um, we hopped in... Yeah, you, you know James. We hopped in James's dad's truck. Me and, like, five other members hopped in this truck. We were on the way to McDonald's. And, dude, this McDonald's is packed with drum corps kids. Like, everyone is... like <laughs> We're all yelling, like, yo, is that like so-and-so and it's like you love to see it yeah like, <laughs> everyone's just going nuts and like the mcdonald's people are like what the heck is going on where did they all come from that's so, always the funniest part it is like yeah. staffs of like fast food joints like having to experience like band kids <laughs> yeah. like oh my god there's so many of them where did they all come from at the same time exactly and like why are they wearing funny fun. necklaces oh yeah because i think we're all wearing the same black shirt our show shirt and um, the necklaces. I want to say that was the drip. That was the drip. <laughs> yeah, but dude, we're all just like yelling back at each other, like, "Yo, you're in line right now, dude. Can I cut? Like, just like, completely just obliterate that McDonald's." And I think at one point, um, after everyone left, I think <laughs> I wouldn't say I don't think it was trashed, but you could tell that they were like the staff was just not having a good time at all. It was probably that day that they were short-staffed. They they rarely ever have a good time, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But they yeah, do not. That was experience. Yeah. A lot of staff, they do not like drum corps kids. <laughs> uh, but I, I wonder why. I mean, oh, we're, we're, we're nice. We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> <laughs> we buy their food. Yeah, we give them lots of business. I don't understand. Exactly. But yeah, that, I would say that's the... I wouldn't say that's the big experience, but... That's big, yeah, you'll have a lot one. of funny... You'll definitely have a lot of funny stories when you uh, when you go go to shows and stuff. Definitely, but yeah. What what about you? I'm, I'm sure you probably have a few. Um, I think it was after I don't know. It was after some show. I went to White Castle. Might have been after <laughs> the Atlanta Regional. No, it wasn't. It was oh, God. I don't know. I don't remember. It was after. It was after some show. Might have been a regional. Mm-hmm. And I went to White Castle because, you know, I was hungry. 
Okay. And was like, eh, I haven't been to White Castle in so long. I kind of want to go. So I go to the White Castle. I'm by myself, right? Okay. <laughs> so I go to this White Castle, and there's a ton of drum corps kids, like, in in White Castle. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm waiting in line, and I'm waiting. And I'm waiting for a really long time. Okay. Like, an hour goes by, and I'm still oh, in wow. line. I'm like, what's going on? And I see this lady, like, standing next to the thing the whole time, and... These cooks in the back, you can see the cooks in the back, they're cranking out, like, a ton of food, like, tons of hamburgers, tons of, like, whatever stuff. They're just cranking them out. And I'm just like, y'all got food, so (laughs) why why aren't you seeing me? And then Mm -hmm. someone put up a sign that said, like, closed register. And I'm like, what do you mean closed register? Y'all got food. It turns out, no, and then I wait, like, another, like, few more minutes, and this freaking person comes with like three huge bags filled with food and give them all to this lady. And then they tell us, um, yeah, we're out of oh, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm just like, me? what just happened? What did I just walk to? They couldn't have told y'all like earlier, like right before. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, here's your, here's your bag, by the way. Also, we're out of stock. Like, thanks guys. Exactly. No, I didn't get to order. That's stupid. That's yeah, so nobody stupid. got to order. No, nobody in line behind me got to order. So I was like, "Well, that sucks. I wasted so much time." So I had to like rush to like wow. an Arby's or something and get food. <laughs> Arby's. Yeah, Arby's is underrated. But yeah, it's just it's just funny stuff like that that's gonna happen. Gotcha. That's that's kind of funny. <laughs> oh I, man, I, I, I love that. It's a good time. But um, I know that we have we do have a few more stuff lined up, but I think we kind of push this back to a different episode. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I think we totally could. Because I, um, I think you know which one I'm talking about, but yeah, you, you definitely yeah. know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, um, we'll definitely push those back. But that's pretty much all that we really have for the show days, honestly. Because the whole, the, the tour, obviously you're going to have a lot of crazy experiences with having um, full day, full rehearsal days, waking up in a completely different city, different town, you and you'll just not know where the heck you're at. You're just going to wake up in the middle of nowhere and just be expected to wake up, <laughs> go get ready for your show, perform, warm up and everything. Yeah, literally, I like I'll wake up and I have no idea where I'm at. Like genuinely, like you'll because you'll, you'll pull up to a housing site at like three in the morning mm-hmm. and then you're just like, where am I? <laughs> I have no idea where I am. And then you'll, you'll walk in the school and you'll see like a state flag. and I'm just like what state is this? I've never <laughs> seen that flag before. And then you like read some of the stuff on the wall and it's like, this is the, the Illinois state champion of 1963. Oh. It's like, we're in Illinois right now? <laughs> we were in Kansas last, like yeah. last night. Now we're in freaking Illinois. Illinois. It's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where you'll, you'll learn to love it. Yeah. It's, it's, I think you'll find it more funny. Like kind of like, I'm going to say it's more of a roulette. Like, Oh, what, what, what do you think what city we're going to wake up in now? Where do you think we're going to be this time? Kind of just guessing game of like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep and wake up in middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nine times out of ten, that's that's what's going to be. Yeah, but honestly, that's really all I have for this episode. Do you, want, do you have anything else that you want to bring up, Philip? Um, no, not not really. Um, we, we There's really um not too much to talk about. Tour. I mean, there's a lot, obviously. This episode's over an hour long. Yeah. 
But it's really simple at the end of the day. It's show days, rehearsal days. Sometimes we get a free day, but we'll talk about free days another time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's finals week, and then you go home, which all of those are going to be episodes that we're going to talk about because yeah. they, they deserve their own episodes. Um, but no, tour is a lot of fun, and you're you're really going to love it. It's 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 a blast. Definitely, and I, you know I'm definitely excited to see what this year might bring because you know of the shows being so limited. But it's, I think. No, no matter what, we're still going to have drum corps. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited that's a, for it. Yeah, that's a given. Drum corps is happening this season. Thank God. <laughs> yes, we need it back. Yes. But um, if you don't have anything else, Philip, um, I think we're pretty much done. So thank you guys for listening to Set the Arc. We appreciate you guys listening um, to us talk about the tour and uh, like show days. We hope this information helps you to expect what comes when you, whenever you just travel, you know, across the country and to different states, please consider subscribing to our podcast and to on your respective platform for listening. We do appreciate any feedback, and please email us. Like yes. we, we want to hear y'all's voices. We want to know what we could do better. What y'all want to hear? What kind of topics y'all want to discuss? Absolutely. And you get you get email us at setthearcshow at gmail We really want to hear y'all out. We want to be able to hear some voices and like be be able to talk to y'all directly in a sense but if there's nothing else i'm jeremy he's philip and we hope you have a great day Bye.